Hi everyone, hope all is well. We're waiting for some people to tune in. I'm just going to hang out for a little bit and wait for um, Rita to join, wait for a few people to join. Perfect. Alrighty. Okay, let's see. Let's see if our connection works. Hi, Rita. Hey, how are you? Good, 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 good. Nice to finally kind of meet you in person. Lovely. Yeah, I'm so excited. <laughs> yes, of course. Can you hear me well or no? I can. Can you hear me fine? Yes, 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 yes. Of Perfect. course, of course. How is your day going? We'll wait for people to see if people join. Cool. How yeah, are you today? Day's going really well so far. I've got to say, Justina, to me, it's refreshing because it's the first day both of my kids are in-person school. So I'm like, this is just amazing. <laughs> You're like, what do I do with all this time, right? Yeah. <laughs> That's so funny. Yeah, how has... Um, so I'm just going to ask you like off script right now. Totally, um, totally. It's probably like the corona times for parenting, right? <laughs> uh <-huh>. <laughs> <laughs> it hasn't been like, you know... So yeah, so you're free for now, for at least a day, right? <laughs> it's a different feeling. It's almost like rewind back to before March happened, and this is what it was like, you know? You just be focusing on work or what you're doing during the day, and you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, so slowly but surely going back to normal. <laughs> oh, no, <yeah>. For now, <laughs> for now. <laughs> exactly, exactly, as much as we can. So I see a few people joined already, so um, I'm sure more people will join in a second. So I just wanted to... Um, Oh, Malika just said, my son is still remotely studying. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> well, you know what? Just keep fingers crossed. I mean, with my son as well, he's doing, today he's in person, but he's doing two days um, in school, two to three days at home. So he's, he's going to be doing that too. I'm just excited because this is just a liberating feeling for me. So I'm enjoying it. But, you know, you, you've got this. <laughs> yeah. You're just like, I'm just going to soak in all this silence. And <laughs> I know. <laughs> exactly. So, you know, at first I wanted to just introduce myself um, to everyone that's joining. My name is Justina. I'm the founder of We Rule. And what we do is we feature female founders um, like Rita, who joined us today. And we connect them to mentors, investors, different business opportunities. So it's like business matchmaking. And I started this live series, just like check in with founders um, to see what's happening. How's it going since we can't connect in person. Um, so thank you for being here. Um, my first question will be um, for you. Can you just introduce yourself to everyone who's here? Uh, because only you can do it best. <laughs> <laughs> sure. So my name is Rita Kakati Shah. Um, I'm the founder of UMA, which is an empowerment platform for women and minorities to really build up confidence, um, inspire professional and personal success, and really build up leadership and resilience qualities as well. Mm -hmm. That's 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 so fantastic. And um, how did you get here? Like, how has that journey been for you? Like. How, because I know, for example, um, I just wanted to um, say a little more about that. I know that you had a corporate job. You worked for Goldman Sachs before. Um, so how did you make the jump um, from, you know, from working in corporate to being where you are today? Yeah, I mean, it's, it's a big jump. So, you know, I'm from the UK originally. My career started off in finance. Um, I started off as one of very few women on the equities trading floor in London uh, at Goldman. Um, and I was there for about 10 years um, across various roles. But I got involved in a lot of diversity and inclusion initiatives right from day one, you know, helping to build up the women's network, uh, really spearheading an Asian professionals network as well. So I've always had that inclination of doing sort of doing good, spreading, spreading the love and getting people to feel included where they are. 
um, I then transitioned from there actually into the healthcare industry because um, a family friend approached me one day and said, hey, Rita, you've got a business background. Can you help me set something up in Delaware? Um, and here's the thing, Justina. Uh, my first question was, what's Delaware? Not where is <laughs> What is it? I was like, what? what? Is it a bar of chocolate? Is it a party? Now you probably <laughs> know very well what that uh -huh. is. <laughs> so long story short, I found out. And, you know, I fell in love with a different industry. You know, I was traveling. I was in business development. It was while during the travels that I landed up in New York, um, where I was visiting anyway, met my now husband. And, you know, the rest is history. I now live in New York. Um, I have two small children, five and seven, who are now at school. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out again. <laughs> Say it again. Um, and I took around three and a half, four years off to raise them when they were young. And I've got to tell you that out of all of the jobs I've done, and I thought, you know, investment banking was tough, sometimes working, pulling 24-hour shifts, you know, working and traveling in business development was a lot as well. That's nothing compared to being a full-time parent, full-time mom. You know, I tell people all the time, it's like 24 seven and then some, you know, you can never take a sick day. You're always on call. You're just doing everything all the time and you just got it. You just have to have it. Mm -hmm. So that's sort of what planted the seeds for starting UMA because when I was looking to re-enter some sort of a professional career and I didn't know what at the time, whether it was finance, whether it was healthcare, um, I couldn't help but notice the questions I was getting. Mm -hmm. Everybody was fixed just on this proverbial gap I'd taken to raise my kids rather than what I could bring back to the workforce and what skills I've learned during this time, incredible journey of motherhood. Oh, and you're like, let me start part. the list. Um, I learned this, 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 this. <laughs> this. Exactly, yeah. Crisis so management, number one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that, that's, um, that's, that's fantastic. I'm always, um, you know, I've been following um, your business and your story for a little bit now, and I'm always super impressed. And uh, actually, so my next question for you um, kind of leads great into that. Um, You've gotten so many awards that when I was reading through your bio, um, so I'm just going to list a few of them. Um, so you got the Excellence in Citizenship and Diversity Award at Goldman, right? Um, then King's College, um, uh, you got the Distinguished Alumni Award. Um, you're the Triple uh, Service Award for Women in Business winner. Um, you're the judge uh, for Middle East Awards and you sit on boards. You're an ambassador to so many companies. Um, how do you do it all? How do you oh, find time to manage everything? You're so sweet. You know, um, thank you for saying that. Um, I think a lot of it, I mean, it's nice, I guess, getting recognized for things, um, but I didn't do it for that. That just, you know, I just get, you know, a letter or something through the post and I'm like, oh, this, this is nice, you know. Um, but, you know, I guess I just, I love doing things that help others. Mm -hmm. I set up Uma because if I see one person have a spring in their step, do something mm -hmm. differently in their lives or world, that to me is making a difference. That to me is change happening. And I can't tell you that joy I get, you know, thinking like, you know, it could be just one word or just helping uplift someone. And that's really all it's been really, Justina. I can't say another, another way. I love what I do. You know, companies mm -hmm. ask me to kind of speak and be on the boards, but it's because of the love of what I do and the passion I put across to spread that everywhere. And I think that's part of it, you know. <laughs> mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And you know, that's something that we posted actually on We Rule yesterday. Um, it's just like be who you are because if something comes from your heart and if yeah. you're super passionate about it, it doesn't matter how many things come your way. Maybe yeah. they're all good things, not necessarily bad things, but you're just going to handle it all, right? Because yeah. And I love, love that. And I actually saw that post. And I thought, you know, being yourself. And that's something we really promote at Uma because it's all about how do you build up your confidence? It's your inner voice. It is you. And, you know, our tagline is be bold, mm -hmm. be you, 
be Uma because ultimately you have it inside but sometimes we need a bit of help to just remember that you know mm -hmm. and, but it's us that drives that change and that's we're the only people that can do it so I, I just love that that post that you put out there as well so that's true that's true I love it as well and you know what just like a side um comment and question I guess um will be I also have experience working at American Express in the corporate world and it's interesting what I heard in one meeting that I was a part of and they said that you know what a lot of people can do this job it's you know everyone can learn like you know your brother who's 12 can learn this job like what will put you um you know at a successful position here is that your it's your personality is yeah. being bold is going out there as um you know being yourself and contributing yourself to the company right yeah yeah totally totally and that stands as a part so <laughs> <laughs> i love that so much so you know what i recently about i guess a year year and a half ago um kind of took off from work for, for like family um, purposes for about like five or six months. Mm. And I was lucky enough for everyone to take me back, like all my clients, everything, everything was perfect. But um, I guess if you're taking off a little longer to take care of your children or maybe something else happens, maybe you just want to travel for a few years. I feel like not everyone can be as lucky as me yeah. to get those opportunities back. So my next question for you is if someone takes time off, Kind of what can you do to prepare for that um to make that jump you know maybe even before or after like how, how yeah no, that's, um, that's a really good question and you know what we, we all go through that i mean take the last six seven months just from the pandemic in a way everyone's had to morph what they're used to and adjust to a new normal right so mm -hmm. i think you know I like to think of things just being the glass being half full rather than empty. I think look at everything in life as though it's a blessing come to you. It doesn't always feel that way. You know, sometimes it's like, oh my gosh, like again, what's going on? Am I just walking on the wrong side of the road? What's happening? But think of it in terms of it's a lesson. It's a way to reflect on yourself and really understand what is it I really want to do? Mm -hmm. Think about things. Okay, what do I want to do? What do I need? What are the gaps I need to fill to do it? Are there any skills? Is there something on my wish list that I think I've always wanted to do that, but I've never had the courage or never had the training? This is the time to look into that. You know, um, I like, you know, LinkedIn as an example is a great tool for networking, and there are other groups out there too. Similarly, that this is the time you don't have to meet people, people aren't right now, but you mm -hmm. can still do it um, through virtual coffees or just virtual meetings. There are still like this, <laughs> like this, totally, yeah. Um, so there's always ways out there. And I think just look at it in terms of just take a step back, think of it, what you really want to do and just brush up in your skills, kind of get those things done that you've always wanted to. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Because I feel like people always think that um, a successful person happens like in a day and all of a sudden it's like, oh, wow, this friend I have from <laughs> high school or whatever, you know, is a successful yeah. person. But it's exactly what you said. It's every single day doing something little, meeting a new person, yeah. saying yes to a new opportunity um, and figuring that out along the way. And boom, all of a sudden, magically, one day, you're successful. <laughs> yeah, and it's always small steps. It's mm -hmm. small steps. It's a small achievement. And I think when people talk about success, they do it in a way that is important to others and how others perceive it. I think success, you've got to define what success is for yourself. It is your own goal that you're defining. And break it up into smaller steps. Every time you check off one of those small steps, you just give yourself that pat on your back, you know? Mm -hmm. um, but I think... That's, that's what it's all about, really. <laughs> yes, 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 it's true. And you know, what would you say um, to people? Because sometimes I hear that people are like, oh, you know, just jump, just do it, quit everything, um, change your life, um, no problem, you'll figure it out along the way once you jump out the window. Um, <laughs> like, what is your take on that? Like, would you tell people to really plan everything out or just jump out the window and do it or somewhere in the middle? Well, here's the thing. You jump out the window, you just hope the parachute's going to open. 
Um, and I think that's true for real life. Um, mm -hmm. If you've been in um, a salaried role, for example, and you have funds there to be able to go and start something new and you're feeling it and you've got your all your ducks in a row, you've done your research, this is your passion, then totally go for it. You know, but having been, you know, an entrepreneur myself mm -hmm. and seeing it, it does take a lot. You know, I tell people now that if I could say change anything, I would tell people that are in firm jobs right now that before you start your next venture, use the fact that you are in a salaried role, that you have that stability to be able to do and look into your new passion. So I would say, yes, there are different ways of jumping and, you know, out of the window, but just think about it first. I mean, I'm full of, you want to do it, just go for it. But I think there are other considerations with that too. Yes, that's true. And especially <laughs> if you have a family or, you know. Absolutely. You know, everyone's life is different. Like we said yeah. earlier, everyone's journey is different. Um, so you have to and, definitely consider that. And it's always easier said than done. You know, you always see somebody else's like supposed success story and think, wow, I, I want to be that. You absolutely can. But remember, there are steps to getting that. There's a lot of slog blood, sweat, and tears to get to that position that somebody else has got to. Oh, yes, that's true. That's true. <laughs> and you know, that goes back to the same thing that like nothing happens overnight. So sometimes mm -hmm. people say, oh, look, he or she or whatever got that new job. Look at them. They're so lucky. Yeah. But they don't see the journey of, you know, like applying to like 700 different positions and mm -hmm. saying no 700 times. So. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that's kind of like, um, that's on the back end. Um, yeah. So you know what, um, going back to what we already talked about a little bit is that um, you mentioned that briefly that people think that maybe taking some time off, um, people could perceive it as, oh, you know, you didn't learn anything new. Um, you didn't get involved in anything. For example, like being a mom, right? So yeah. I have this one friend actually that it just popped into my head that um, she's been trying to get a job forever, but she took some time to take care of her parents. And now everyone's like, oh, but he took some time off. Sorry. You know, yeah. how would you like um, tell someone to kind of sell yourself from like that perspective? Oh, so, and that's such a value. But I mean, that happened to me. You know, I was going out there like, oh, confident, telling them about myself. And they were like, just going back. So I think there's two ways. Um, when you sell yourself, there's two ways of selling yourself. One is your resume. That's mm -hmm. one of the things you send out to future employers. And although I think you should absolutely be proud of the fact that you spent time doing something very meaningful, when you have, say, that gap, the date gap in your resume, and I had that too, you're automatically in a situation where you are backtracking or you're feeling like you are trying to be most defensive when you respond. Yeah, you're on the defense. Yeah, because it's like you're trying to judge, because people are going to ask. It's very natural for someone to see a gap in your dates and say, oh, can you tell me about that? I noticed there's no experience written there. You then take as being, oh, okay, someone's questioning what I did, but that's because there's nothing there. So mm -hmm. always thinking about it, why they're asking, fill that gap up, put something down. I mean, I, you know, um, I'm going to give an exaggerated example, but I tell people to own that gap. You know, mm -hmm. if it's parenting, you are now the CEO of parenting. You are now caretaker extraordinaire. You are doing something that is absolutely amazing. You are the head of that profession. And there are mm -hmm. skills you learn in that, you know, whether it's timekeeping, negotiation, patience whatever it is and you can give a one bullet point example of exactly those skills put them on there they're talking points so when people ask you about it you're no longer defending you are now just talking about it from a proud possession exactly exactly and even if there's nothing like specific that people can talk about i feel like it's also like uh character building you know like you Absolutely. said even if it's not something specific that happens because yeah. mostly that I can think of from my network, people who take time off from their careers, mm -hmm. it's not like they go to the beach and, you know, drink cocktails, yeah. you know? So that's like literally 1% of 1%. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 
Well, and the other thing, Justine, is I think it's people's perceptions. People call it a career break. Mm -hmm. I call it a career transition. At UMA, we're very careful about career transition. It is still a career, but you're just transitioning into something different. It's more of a caregiving role or something else, but that very much is still a career. And it's mm -hmm. how you then sell that, and then you talk that into what's now relevant in the future, what you're doing. People change careers all the time. So you're totally okay to do that, as long as you can talk a good story about it, what you learn from that, the experiences, and how that leads into what you're thinking of doing in the future. Mm -hmm. And I agree with that. Even for me, um, if you take a look at my resume, it's like I went to Parsons the new school and I learned fashion design. And then all of a sudden I worked in PR and then I did marketing for a restaurant and then all of a sudden I was an entrepreneur. So it was just like kind of all over the place. But I feel like it's like the story that you tell, you know, it's yeah. the important, right? Totally. You have to come up with a story of like why you did it, what you learned. Yeah, um, and, and it is. It's like basically your life story that a resume is initially telling. And then the interview, it's like a conversation. You know, uh, make it fun. Put in personal examples. People like to hear that. Yes, exactly. Like people don't want to hear like, oh, you know, in this role, uh, $3 billion, blah, 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 blah. No, 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 no. They want to hear, you know, all the obstacles. Yeah, like, um, absolutely. Because that's written. Okay, great. But what else can you say that's all not already written there? So mm -hmm, mm -hmm. exactly, exactly, exactly. So jumping back to you being an entrepreneur, um, I have a question for you about COVID. How has that changed um, the way you work? Like, how did you have to pivot? <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, everything. Oh, so um, pre-COVID, um, I used to travel all the time. You know, I would say at least once a week, once every two weeks, I was either within the US or out of the country here and there. You know, I used to get, you know, invited to do a lot of talks, um, at different locations, um, academic institutions, corporations, policyholder meetings, literally all over the world. Um, that's obviously completely stopped. Um, and our trainings as well, we were doing a lot of in-person trainings and group meetings. Um, as well that's all stopped everything is just remote right now um so you know the talks are remote um just attending conferences are remote the trainings are remote you know and you just have to switch and pivot to the situation um the other thing and this is a, i know a couple of people have already commented on this is that you know homeschooling at the same time when everything's going on and when i first started the homeschooling process we had to device share so they think, <laughs> oh i've got a miraculous have because i've got two kids like two separate ipads they were just using mine and they're synced to my laptop and my phone. So mysteriously, I'd have a call in an hour, but they would disappear off my calendar because my daughter would be like, oh, there's a nice red cross. Let me just press it. Or, you know, things uh -huh. like that. So, oh, my goodness. <laughs> yeah, but I guess you adjusted well because you're sitting here with us smiling. So, <laughs> yeah. so, so it all turned out okay. So going back to... Um, uh, like kind of like COVID, COVID changed a lot of things, made us realize a lot of things. Um, as an entrepreneur, as a mom, as a person, um, what, what used to be important to you in the past few years ago that's important to you now? Like have things changed? Yeah, no, I think so. So, and one thing I forgot to mention, so my entire house, we all got sick as well during that time. We all had it. Oh my God. Uh, yeah, I think I actually bought it back from London. I was in London, end of February. So you had COVID. Yeah, no, yeah. So and then I gave it to everyone in the house. So I'm like, um, yeah, so it was like, all sorry, of that guys. at the same time. No, I mean, we all, thank you. But we all kind of recovered now and everything. But it took a while. And so I was running Uma at the same time, homeschooling the kids, recovering. And, you know, although I myself, I had it mildly, um, you know, my husband did, for example. So I was looking after, mm -hmm. like, I'd say, three kids in a way because, you know. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. <laughs> because, you know, so you had an extra child. So you didn't yeah, ask but just doing them. everything. Whereas I'm used to during the day sort of going out and grabbing a sandwich or just grabbing lunch or something. 
um, you couldn't do that. Now I'm having to like cook. And I'm like, oh, when was the last time I ever did something like that? You know, <laughs> so, and then, you know, I'm grocery shopping, couldn't go out. We were in strict, strict quarantine. So we were relying on, you know, the good faith of like Amazon and Fresh Direct and companies like that. But I don't know if you recall, but where were the delivery slots? So there was a lot of, you know, um, just juggling around and just figuring, figuring things out on so mm -hmm. many different levels at the same time. So I think if, if COVID has taught me anything, it's about sort of going back to what are the really important things that, you know, can you, can you eat? Do you have shelter? Um, mm -hmm. Is your family being looked after? And that was it, you know, spending the really, really quality times. You know, when I travel, I try to, you know, um, FaceTime the kids. I miss their bedtime quite a lot. I miss their wake-ups in the morning. So I'm always trying to do what I can to make up. It was a really powerful time where we could just really bond. And it was really lovely. So things mm -hmm. like that, I got to appreciate a lot more, I think. Mm -hmm. And I, I think that's so beautiful. I noticed the same thing because obviously we were also um, staying in New York City during the quarantine. Mm -hmm. And my brother was here with me. And I'm the person, like, I never cook. I don't cook. I don't care. You know, I go out to dinner, it's fine. I grab something on the way. And all of a sudden, I'm like, oh, my God, we're cooking every <laughs> single day. But then I also feel like we bonded so much. You know, he's 18. So we were able to really spend time together instead of running from an event to this, to this, love to that, you know? Yeah, I love it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you kind of get to, like, you know, sit down and, um, and relax. So um, – Next, I have for you, a kind of like closing out um, this interview is that, and if you guys have any questions um, for Rita, let us know in the comments. But we have a little rapid fire questions okay. um, for you. Yes. Uh, so the first thing is, what is the best thing that happened to you this month? Other than your kids going to school today. <laughs> oh God, I was going to say that. That's like my highlight for the last six months. Um, I think the best thing is when the city started to open up a bit. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I know. Like life was coming back life was coming back i gotta say and having been sick just looking out of the, and we have bars on our windows because we have kids um young kids it was almost like being in prison it felt like that you know and mm -hmm. i'm an outdoor person and we couldn't go out so when things started to open up for me that was like amazing mm -hmm. <laughs> i know you know what i used to bike in the city a lot during the uh, lockdown because yeah, it was just literally empty and I had a bicycle. So I used to go to the city and it was nobody. It was like one empty bus just um, driving by. So it's definitely like, you know, coming back to life. So hopefully soon we'll be back in full swing. Um, so next question I have is um, one thing that you learned the hard way in your life that you would want to share with someone else not to do that. Um, I think probably when I started the business, um, when I started Uma, rewind back almost four years now, I think. Um, forgetting that you know you kind of I wanted, wanted to set up a website and just get out there and I think the most important thing just to save your resources especially when you're bootstrapping to start with you know the website was great and you know I have no regrets or whatever but I think get you know figure out your testimonials get your clients get those signed up first the bulk of what makes you who you are and then you can go out there and sort of put something out there formally so I think maybe I would have switched the way I did it a little bit <laughs> so instead of focusing on like how it looks on the cosmetic things just Make yeah. sure that your business is functioning first. Exactly. Before, yep, yep, yep. That's, that's really great. That's great advice. What is the best compliment you, you got in your life that you remember? The one that stuck oh. with you. Oh, gosh. <laughs> oh, gosh. Um, I think when somebody says, um, quite recently, someone told me that I made a difference. Because um, I've had so many different types of compliments. The ones that mean something to me is when they, I think I've made a difference. Because that's what I've pretty much spent my life doing. Um, I'm trying to do something to help people to make the difference. So when somebody actually recognizes it, that's to me, that, that is the compliment. 
<laughs> That's like the best thing to hear. Yes. <laughs> I agree. Same with me. If someone messages me like, oh, you know, like this worked or that worked. Um, well, yeah. Rahana, who set this up for us, um, she actually just called me this. She goes like, oh, you know, I did these two things and, you know, I made a difference and I'm so happy. So I feel like those are always the best, you know? Absolutely. Like, yeah, does, they make, make a difference. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they make an impact um, like on you personally. Um, so what is one thing that you all still own from your childhood? Oh my gosh. Um, so I have this little stuffed animal. Uh -huh. uh, my, my daughter has it now, actually. And it's a little kitty cat. Oh. <laughs> um, and so my mum just kept it. You know, I didn't remember it for a long time, but mum kept it. And, you know, my daughter went to visit, so she get passed it on. So mm -hmm. that's my little kind of, my little stuffy that <laughs> I uh, remember, yeah. <laughs> that's so cute. See, I always throw everything out and I'm super grateful that my mom was like, no, you have to keep this. And yeah. she took it away from me and she was like, you have, and now I look back at it. I'm like, oh, that's so nice that I still have that, you know? <laughs> oh, and I've got some ballet shoes as well that my mum kept as well that she has like next to her bed. Like my first ever like ballet shoes that I wore when I was very little, so. <laughs> oh, so you, you did ballet when you were little? Oh, that's yeah. So cute. <laughs> yeah, do you make your children do it now or no? Yeah, I mean, Are they like, does they dance? Recently, but yeah, my daughter loves it. She, uh, she loves just wearing a tutu at just random times of the day. Um, and just start putting her ballet shoes on and just dancing, twirling. <laughs> yeah, no, 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 tutus are fun, so I approve. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, the last question that I have for you um, is what is the best vacation you've ever been on? Speaking Ooh. of Corona and not traveling, and you went to so many places. <laughs> I've been to so many places. I've got to say, um, so I was really into Lombarda dancing in my youth, um, like so much so that I actually took two weeks off of work. This is when I was in Goldman, and I went to Brazil on a dancing oh, holiday. I went to Porto Suguru in an area called Bahia, which is in the Northeast. Oh my gosh. And I still remember it as though it was yesterday. You know, just that feeling and it was just carefree, dancing on the beach, you know, just really being there just with the music. And, and that's one thing that gets me going now. If I hear certain musics, that will just take me back to that time. Um, so I would say that, that would be the, uh, that would be the one. <laughs> yeah, so that's the one you remember. That, that sounds really I, mean, I remember so many. There's so many good things about so many places, but that's one that really kind of like gone with Like not. stuck with you, yeah. So after Corona, maybe you have to like redo uh, that one. <laughs> Drag the family with me as well, why not? <laughs> yes, 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 yes. So you know what? Thank you so much for joining us. Just in closing out today, um, do you have any like last words of wisdom for everyone that's joined or that will like look at this video later when it comes to like career transitions um, or anything that has to do with your life experience? Oh, um, I would just say that um, always be sort of true to who you are. Um, if you try to force yourself to fulfill somebody else's dreams, it's not going to happen. Be true to you, are. just understand your strengths, work on things that you need to. Don't sort of brush them under the rug. Um, and keep learning, keep learning, and just go out there. You can do it. You absolutely can. You have this. You've got this. Nothing's going to stop you except your own self. So mm -hmm. just uh, on that note, I think, you know, I want to tell everyone that. Be bold. <laughs> be bold. Be Uma. Be, be Uma. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, you know what? I love it. I love it so much. Just one thing that I have to say is that, um, hi, Rahana. Uh, and thank you. <laughs> thank you, Malika. Thank you so much. You know what? So what's interesting, I always tell people um, this. How many stories do you hear in your life? Let's say someone's 70, 60, that they said, hey, I was so passionate about this my entire life and it never worked. Never, never. <laughs> so, right, you just have to work on what you're passionate about and just keep going and, yeah. and that's I mean, it. it happens. You know, career-wise, job-wise, academics, you know, you, you study a subject at school and it's, 
you, you start feeling it and then you end up switching and you think, oh gosh, but those are learning moments. Even if that happens, mm -hmm. turn it into a good thing, right? So mm -hmm. <laughs> exactly, exactly. what not to do next time. So there you go. <laughs> exactly. We always say it with Rahana to want to work on. We rule like this is not a failure. We're just learning yeah, about this. So like it's okay. <laughs> All right. Thank you so much for joining us. Go enjoy your day without the kids. <laughs> Go for a walk, soak in some sun, enjoy the silence. <laughs> that's 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 all that's all I can tell you. Um yeah, so thank, thank you so you. much. Yeah, thank, thank you. you. Have a good day. You too. Bye. Thank you. Bye bye.